you need spray tips, I know the hookup. Liberty Supply. Liberty Supply is family owned and operated. And every time you call, one of the owners answers the phone. And that owner fills your order. Making spray tips is their craft, but customer service is their passion. They've been serving the asphalt industry for over 29 years. But they don't just do spray tips. They also have an extensive product line to accommodate nearly any and all tool needs that we in the asphalt industry could need. And not only that, it gets to you in a hurry. They package it up, the owners package it up and send it to you from the top down. Information is knowledge, knowledge is power, and the guys at Liberty are listening to the podcast and us so that they can keep gaining knowledge on what we want and need. If you want a free catalog, call Sam at 800-397-9907 or visit www.libertysupply.biz. That's libertysupply.biz. Guys, if you want to bump your sales or operations of your company, I recommend you check out Top Contractor School. They offer different levels of live coaching in sales mentorship and operations mentorship. They also have virtual training with monthly elite memberships or annual elite memberships. They include a private Facebook group, downloads for reference material, and two 30 to 45 minutes conference calls per month and much more. I've been part of the conference calls. The nice thing about those, not only do you get the coaching and the insight from top contractor school, but you also get to network with other contractors, develop relationships with them, which also leads to more insight and more success. Check out the Facebook page for top contractor school. Check out the Instagram page at top contractor school and check out topcontractorschool.com. Right now they have a code if you're a veteran for 50% off all training products the code is VETS50, B-E-T-S 50. Check them out. And I'm glad to announce that we have a coffee sponsor for the podcast. Brouhaha Roasters is a small batch artisan coffee roaster dedicated to providing the freshest roast. This company was started by three guys who love coffee, they're friends, and they always want to find the perfect blend, and that's what brought them together. Matt Snow, Pat Mahoney and Aaron Halverson live in River Valley area where we live. And in addition to being brouhaha craft roasters, they're educators, coaches, technology consultants, band directors, creating a diverse blend of life and roasting. I know these guys personally. I drink the coffee personally. They're right next door, the next town over in Spring Green, Wisconsin. And I personally like Bucks and Blend the best. But they have many, many more flavors. Good Sumatran, Whirling Dervish. If you go online to the website, BrewhahaRoasters.com, you can get free shipping on all orders over 30 bucks. You can also sign up for a coffee subscription. I'd be sure to try to check these guys out if I were you on Instagram, at BrewhahaRoasters, and on Facebook, at BrewhahaRoasters. I do want to mention their website one more time because they have a 10% off code for all brouhaha coffee and the code is blacktop banter and you can find that again at brouhaha roasters.com that's b-r-e-w-h-a-h-a-r-o-a-s-t-e-r-s.com i get asked a lot about our rye 30 crack sealant melter it's been a game changer for us rhino works designs and manufactures portable crack sealing equipment and they're the first in our industry to do it with an internal burner The products they make melt rubber faster, use less fuel, 
and they nearly eliminate flameouts, and I can vouch for all those points. They're a proud company, and they take pride in the products being built on the contractor feedback. I gave them feedback. They used it, honestly, truthfully. They're on social media, so you can check them out, and they will interact with us as contractors. The safety, reliability, and production increases are enough that anybody should check them out if they're looking to upgrade or replace a unit. The units are easy to use. You can check them out at rhinoworks.com. That's R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. Or you can check out a video of Lee and I at the RhinoWorks booth checking out the Elite this year at National Paving Expo on the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel. All right, let's get going with the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Blacktop Banter. This is episode number 12. And first and foremost, our shout out as always. This one goes to Anthony Trapanese. I hope I said that right. But that's Husky Seal and Stripe at Husky Seal and Stripe on Instagram out of Seymour, Connecticut. Dude hit me up on Instagram, giving me props for the podcast, saying he loves it. He really liked the one with Roland McCarthy and I talking about new outfits and all the connections and the choices and the options and all those things. So shout out to that dude. And we also had the winner of last month's giveaway for the podcast. And I believe that's Randall Buzz something or another. I can't remember the last name. Liz remembered the name, but I do remember the second runner's up name because it was a primo Instagram name. But um yeah, so we got that out of there, and then we're going to have a new giveaway coming up. We're getting some things coming in from some of the sponsors. Probably within a week or so, I'll announce that giveaway. We're just going to do one a month, and I'm going to pile up whatever the sponsors give and whatever we have to give. As I said, I think some of the stuff is going to be stuff that we can use out in the field. There were some spray tips last time. Hopefully, we get some spray tips this time. I know uh, Stencil Plus was talking about maybe throwing a stencil in there and stuff for us. So, very cool. We'll be glad to get that thing out and get that announced and give them some props. Very thankful to all of our sponsors that have chipped in and jumped on board. I'm doing my best to navigate all of those through the podcast and shift them up a little bit to change things up for all of us. And some are YouTube sponsors and some are... Uh, podcast sponsors and we just really appreciate them they make this thing click they make me be able to fund the giveaways and fund some of the stuff we're going to be doing some of the stuff for the giveaways the stickers all that stuff so very appreciative to the sponsors so that's what we're going to do we're going to give something away look for the instagram post i think i'm going to go a little bit more in depth this time like you have to share the podcast or maybe share the giveaway or something like that we want to get some more listeners or subscribe, maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel. That could be one of them. One of those two ways. Um, let's kick into it. So probably a month ago, maybe a few weeks ago, maybe I noticed a post in one of the groups and the post by was from Cameron with a capital R in the middle, Hogate, and it was his ad for... Uh, I believe it was for somebody to work if I'm not, you know, like, Hey, we, we want to hire somebody, but it was super creative and so creative enough that Mike Rowe, like dirty jobs, Mike Rowe 
grab, grabbed it, reshared it, and that thing went over a million views and like likes and everything in no time, which we're always a big fan of social media and viralness. And if you can piggyback on someone like Mike Rowe and really, really get put out there, it's very cool. So I, you know, I said, Cameron, we got to have you on sometime. And even if it wouldn't have been super popular, just the, because I remember you posted the content of it first and then, you know, like, holy sh shit, Mike Rowe grabbed it and, and it's going. But we were laughing at the content of it first just because it was, dude, it was hilariously the truth of our industry. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Cameron. Um, tell us about, tell us your name, where you're from, your business, what you do, and then, uh, you know, we'll get into some other stuff. Okay. Uh, my name is Cameron Hogate. I live in Palmer, Alaska. Um, I've done asphalt and concrete uh, for, I think this is my ninth year. Um, I started pouring concrete when I was 15, did that for a couple years, moved to the asphalt thing, um, did it, and then have done pretty much asphalt maintenance for the whole rest of my life until I started to sit in the ceiling. Um, this is my fourth summer or fourth season, so... Uh, we're just keeping it rolling. Man. Um, four years. And then four summers, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this this is my fourth summer. How long is now, your so. how long is your summer? Because ours is like six months if we're lucky, you know, sometimes. It's like but like between patching and crack sealing, which you can push out, we're like fourteen, fifteen weeks. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, oh, so usually you start seal coating in first week of May and we, I did. I was patching all the way until the end of October last year, but that's you. pretty rare. But so for sealing though, you, so, what about sealing? That's yeah. like May through like middle of August, maybe. Okay, like if we're lucky. All right, <laughs> so. Cool. Cool. I was I always kind of wondered that because I know the the season's going to get shorter. You know, the more yeah. north you go, and then there's guys that we know, you know, down south that are peeling it all the time. So um, yeah, you know, it's an interesting thing. But you also snowplow too, correctly? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So yep. that that runs usually. When do you usually start getting your first snows? Yeah, that's that's usually like October, not October, uh, November ish. Um, like sometimes we'll get it in October. That's that's not super common. Um, but you know, first second week of November we'll start plowing. Okay. Yeah. And then this, you know, like this year we didn't get much snow at all until um, February March, and then we've just gotten slammed like like every other day. Yeah. For like six weeks straight. Yeah, <laughs> six yeah, yeah. weeks. So you, you stayed up for six weeks. I got you, man. <laughs> Pretty that's, much. That's why you got to have that coffee, bro. Brew hot. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Uh, so let's let's talk about what your services with Susitna. Susitna is the area where you live. Yeah, I asked you that beforehand because I was like, I want to know what that means because it's such a it's such a unique name, you know, original name that I wanted to know what it was for. But you do seal coating, crack sealing. And patching? You do striping? Yep, striping. Oh. Um, we do everything. Um, I I'm fortunate to to have not just worked for when I was doing the asphalt maintenance. It was all um, industrial work, like Air Force bases, um, you know, joint sand concrete, that sort of thing, mm -hmm. um, as well as seal coating. And and I had actually never done a driveway until I started working for myself. Oh, um, okay. So it was like pretty awkward because we were like <laughs> like a heavy hitter commercial world. Um, so it, and the, the reason I bring that is to say like I'm I'm blessed to have a lot more experience. Um, like like we had a gravel pit at the place we worked, so like I had screen topsoil for like weeks on end and yeah. like that sort of thing. So like 
what I'm ordering, all that. Um, right now, I'm I'm breaking into um, more into the patching. I'm trying to do highway stuff. We got a lot of utility work that we do, um, and trying to steer away from the residential seal coating more. Yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, if you can, it, it's ideal. You know, if you're not in a rural area and you can get more into the commercial, that's the transition. You know, some, yeah. some people go strictly from asphalt maintenance to paving, but I know you've linked up with some pavers to, you know, so yeah. you guys can work together. That's the same thing we do. I, I don't really ever imagine we're going to make the leap to where Wiscoat is paving, but we do use subcontractors yeah. and we will partner up with people, you know, and um, we'll, we'll, I'll bid the work and do all that stuff. So all they have to come in and pave and do things and it works out. It's yeah. a good, it's a good partnership. Because sometimes, dude, they don't want to mess around with asphalt maintenance. And, you know, with, with me, dude, I got enough stress in my life. I don't even need to add that as well. So if, if I can pay them to do it and take a little bit for uh, our commission, cool. I'm happy with that, yeah. too. So that's a good idea. I got paid for a little bit and F that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> Dude, some people, dude, it gives you a whole new respect for people. You're like, dude, you, yeah. you, you tell me you've been doing this for 20 years? Like, yeah. damn dude I'm like all right, all right i want you on my side yeah i know man it's yeah. same thing with concrete concrete's hard work roofing's hard work any of those yeah. guys that do it for a long amount of time which i mean some of those asphalt days when we're out there it's hot and miserable uh and humid where we are too but um and we and i paved you know for for a while so i mean it's none of it's ideal but you know <laughs> it's uh some of them are some of those make some men out of some men. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, um, that's for sure. You know, so how did how did you get started? I know you kind of said you worked for a company, but how did you get started and then transition to like I want to do this on my own? Um, <laughs> I got laid off the concrete job. Winter hit. We just ran out of work. Um, I didn't really like the place I was working for anyway, so I didn't really want to hang out. So I like like uh. Screw this joint. For a little bit of backstory, my, my dad thinks it's unethical if you work 40 hours a week or less. Yeah. Um, so we're used to work at, like, you should work every single day, seven yeah. days a week, yeah. 12, 18, 20 hours a day. Like, yeah. that's just the way it is. Sure. Um, so, like, I got laid off the next day. I just, like, drove around. Like, the only thing I knew how to do was, like, shovel my ass off, really. Yeah. Like, so I, like, drove around all these shops and, like, roofing and mechanic shops and everything else. I was, like... Like, I really don't know how to do it. I don't even know what you guys do, but, like, if you need a laborer, like, let me know. Um, <laughs> and this one shop was like, like, can you work hard? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you're hired. Like, show up tomorrow at this time. I was like, sweet. And I was like, like, I'm like I knew, like, the company name, but I didn't have a clue what asphalt, it was like something asphalt maintenance. Um, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then we just kind of rolled with it from there. Cool. Um, and then made the switch to myself when... That turned out to be like a pretty terrible company and he owed me a bunch of money and wasn't making payroll for months on end. And I was like, screw this, like I'm out of here. Um, like I can do this by myself. Yeah. And turns out it was harder than I thought, as I think most people find yeah. out when they start working for themselves. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you realize you can do the work, but then you realize yeah. that you actually have to become a businessman too. And like, yeah, exactly. you know, like, dude, I could, I could sit out there in the heat and broom until I fall over from a heat stroke. And I would much rather do that than figure out my ins and outs for the last three months for that quarter. Yeah. Dude, I would, I would, exactly. I, dude, I, sometimes I would just want to run my fist through the computer screen. And it's like, 
you know, and I know I've been more frustrated before, and they're just numbers. But when you get to the end, and you're like, "Finally, I'm done," and then they don't add up, you're like, "Kill me now! Kill me now!" You know, like. <laughs> so I mean, it's it takes some learning, and I think uh, a lot of it is the fear of the unknown because you're just like, "Oh, you know," that's always that big fear of like, you know, the IRS is going to get me, or so and so is going to get me, or I'm going to get in trouble with this. And really, they're just kind of like. Hey, we want our money. This don't add up. You know, can you help us out here yeah. a little bit? And we actually ended up being just fine all those years. And now that I, you know, I kind of, I don't, I hate saying I made it, you know, and like, oh, we know we made it on the mountaintop or whatever, but yeah. we can afford to have an accountant now. And uh, yeah. dude, that, <laughs> dude, dude, I would, I would forego any luxury of my life and give that accountant the money, you know, so that yeah. I don't have to deal with that. And uh, thankfully we do. And, you know, you learn those kind of things and move on. And, you know, I, I, I'm i always curious about different areas and how different people market and what they do. And I think that's kind of where you and I started, you know, uh, to recognize each other. I've always been a big fan, you know, that of turning the camera around and really um, making your Facebook ads um direct you know and i really i really believe you should focus your facebook ads rather than just put it out there and hope and prayer because it, to me that's similar that's the same as putting an ad in the newspaper you know and just saying well i hope somebody sees it you know if you can really direct your facebook ads which is it's it's more complicated than what people think but it's not as complicated as they think you know what i mean it's yeah. It's not as hard as you think. It's more intimidating than anything. But once you get the hang of it, you know, and you realize what your content is, you know, it, it becomes uh, it becomes kind of routine and similar. So I want to talk to you about that. I want to talk about how, like, because of all these companies you and I see, we see their Facebook ads and like, oh, we didn't get a call or, you know, yeah, I got one call from it or whatever it was. Um, yours is different. You get creative, as we've seen with the micro one. I get creative, and I believe that's where we see the results. Um, what what made you think I got to do something different? It's not just money. Like what? Where is your creativeness? Where is your uh, intuitiveness when it comes to Facebook ads? Because to me, Facebook ads is the best bang for your marketing dollar, hands down, of anything. You know. So what what about you with your limited window, different market? You know, how did you break through? Um, I mean, necessity and greed are the two reasons people do anything. Um, it started out as necessity and then turned into greed. Like, really? Like, <laughs> uh, I hit that point like everybody does in the first year where I had $50 in my bank account and half a tank of fuel and 100 gallons of sealer and didn't have a fucking clue what I was going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, obviously, my, my poorly typed ads that I'm writing right now aren't working because they're not getting any traction because all my words are spelled wrong and everything else. Um, <laughs> right. And you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. As, as we see every day and, uh, it, I, what did you think as far as like, how, how are you going to grab attention? Like, what did you think? Like, I got to get attention somehow. Like, so yeah, so so people like me when they meet me in person. Yeah, um, like I'm not saying that to like yeah, know, right. Like me, like you know what I mean? Um, yeah, right. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like like I become friends with the person in the gas station, right? Yeah, like like that type of thing. Yeah, and so 
I basically was like thinking like, how can I turn that? How can I portray that on the internet? Mm -hmm. Because like that works for me where yeah. right now Facebook doesn't. Yeah. And then like, I just like, you know, started like <laughs> Googling like how to write better. <laughs> like, yeah. And, um, and then that starts the whole rabbit hole of like, you know, finding better content. And my mom's a copywriter for a living. Okay. Um, so I finally actually started like listening to her for the first time in my entire life. Um, and, uh, which was good. I should have done that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so you know how that is. And, yeah. Uh, I know mom. I should have went to college. I know mom. I know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah, so, um, and then actually, this is, this may be weird, I don't know, but, like, um, you know who Patrick Fambanis is, the, the outdoor humor writer? Uh, can I say yes, but really mean no? Yeah, you can Okay, do that good, good. Um, you should look him up if you're, if you're in One the, more time, um, say his name again. Patrick McManus. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to send you one of his books. Okay. Because um, it's worth the read and it'll change your life. Okay, well, um, I appreciate that, dude. He, uh, he writes about outdoor humor, but the way he writes is, um, like he'll talk about like flipping his canoe over, but do it in such a creative way that you feel like you're standing there. You're, you're in the canoe when it's flipping over. Right. Um, what's the difference, so what's I, the difference between outdoor humor and indoor humor? Well, outdoor humor is about things that are happening outdoors. Oh, I got you. Like, cause like ever since, like, outdoors, listen, like, since, since the quarantine, I've only been telling inside jokes. You're a dad, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, super dad. All right, so 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 his his writing style influenced your ads, right? That's what you're saying. Correct. Yes, that's yeah, that's um, but yeah, that's what we're we're getting towards. Um, yeah. So basically, I wanted to be able to to entertain people with how I write. Cool. Um, and and also get that like this is me. Um, you know, if you hire to sit in the ceiling, you're hiring Cameron. Yeah. And. And then, and my crew, like, yeah. and that's just like, you know, instead of just like selling all the time. Yeah. And I think that's, which, that's where you and I connected because that's when, when people hire Wisco, they're hiring me, you know? And yeah. at first I wanted to be like, you know, super prim and proper business, very professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, dude, it didn't matter how professional I was if they didn't believe that I was going to kick ass at this job. It didn't matter what it was. Yeah. So um, you know, for what I ended up doing. And I think what you're saying is, uh, you know, you put your neck on the line and you're like, dude, this, it's me. You're going to get me. This is yeah. me. Um, this is what kind of person I am. And if you're not happy, I'm not happy. And yeah, you know, how do you tell somebody that in a newspaper ad, how do you tell somebody that in a yard sign, you know, how do you tell somebody yeah. that there's really no, and it's even hard to tell them that, without being creative in your Facebook ads. You know what I mean? Yeah. By just typing it, saying, hey, hire the company you can trust. Dude, almost every company says hire the company yeah. you can trust. So, you know, for, for us, it really... I I read a Donald Trump book, The Art of the Deal, and I... Yeah, excellent book. It's a super great book. I mean, you can think whatever you want to think about the man, but I remember something from that book that I will never forget, and it said, if you don't toot your own horn, who's going to toot it? And it's like, well... Right shit you know that's right dude if you're doing all these great things and you are the best and you're waiting for somebody to walk by a driveway see it and say wow that's the best i wonder who did it and they just keep walking you know it's like well 
Do you think they're really going to turn in here, come up and ask somebody who really did it? More than likely not because they really don't pick up the phone. So I started using social media to get in front of eyeballs and for the value of the minimum dollars, you know, that Facebook charges for you, um, we started to see some results. And then when you really started to make it personal, like you were talking about, that's when you started to see some results. So when did, when did you realize like, um, there's something to this and, uh, I really want to use it as far as Facebook ads go. Probably first year, beginning of last, beginning of last year, the first year I was doing it, I really didn't. I, I did. I mean, I knew I should run Facebook ads um, because, like, you know, when you Google how to run a business, like basic type of thing, it says run Facebook ads. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't. I didn't have any sort of idea what to do behind it or anything like that. Right. Um, and I'd actually be interested to go back to my first few posts and read them. Just oh, to see dude. How bad they were. I've done but it. I don't. I don't want to. Dude, I've done it. <laughs> just, just be proud of what you've done, and and be proud of the latest one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't do it, man. I will go back to some of my videos and stuff, dude. Oh my god, dude. Oh, I leave those up for everyone's viewing pleasure. Let me tell you that much, man. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, so I just like, I guess I would say like, I think, I don't remember the first time I did it, but I wrote an ad that was like, well, you like colloquial writing where it's like you're writing in plain speech. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I think I wrote an ad similar to that, just like. I think I was like, yo, if you need some crack sealing, hit me up or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, and, and I made a point to, um, well, my wife made it, my wife's an English teacher. So she's always on me about my punctuation. Your mom's, a, copy, your mom's a copywriter. Your wife's an English yeah. teacher. Yeah. And Cam misspells and my brother And my brother owns a $10 million diesel business. So like, we're kind of getting slapped from all sides. So he's like at the bar that I'm trying to hit and I never will. So you know how it is. Damn, so. dude. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, uh, a lot of pressure from all people, but it's good. Um, pressure makes diamonds as they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I yeah, but can, yeah, but can he seal coat? Can he seal coat? That's the question. Can he seal? Coat? No. He, right. He right. Sits Loser. So, you know, he's Loser. still down here and I'm up here. Lo- so you no. know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. Yeah. Yeah. I always ask that dude, whenever anyone toots horns, I'm like, yeah, but can they seal coat? Like yeah. my, my boy Eli will come home and he's like, dad, so-and-so got a hoverboard, and their dad drives an Audi. And I'm like, yeah, but can he yeah. seal coat? Well, no, I don't think so. Like, yeah, there you go. That's right. You know, go back and tell him his dad can't seal coat. <laughs> Whatever you got to tell him, dude. So, you know, Do like, you even seal, bro? Yeah, that's right. Do you even seal, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to make stickers like that and then just have them hand it, hand it, have Eli yeah. hand it to the kids to hand to their dads. Be like, you know, yeah. you know, do you even seal, do? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. Um... And, and you get it. I, I've spent hours and hours on the phone with people, you know, trying to get them. And I've I've spoke at the at MPE about it, about if you're, you know, if dude, if you're a million or two million dollar asphalt company, asphalt maintenance company, you probably don't have to worry about being personal anymore. Everyone probably yeah. knows that you're that you're killing it. But if you're yeah. starting out and you're like, dude, how do I even do this? you're going to have a hard time making your business that's just started out and maybe you pull 50k luckily in your second year you know yeah. you're still going to have a hard time coming off as the million or 2 million dollar company that you're competing against but yeah. the one thing that i can guarantee you those companies don't have is the owner on the property 
at the time of the work being done, doing the work and making sure it's done right and having the say of, you know, yeah, we can come down a little bit if it's going to help you out. Yeah, we can wait 30 days to get paid or whatever the heck it is. So use that to your advantage. And there's no way no one, there's no way anybody's going to know that if you can't get that content in front of them. So I think, you know, where you and I have met there, you know, that's a major key. Do you have any other major keys that you think as far as that goes before we talk about the micro ad? Because that's what everyone wants to talk about. I know. Yes. I would, I would, I would caution people to say like, um, don't, don't try to be really clever if you're not very clever or like, like learn how to be clever because otherwise it's going to sound really stupid. And, and probably with the toot your own horn thing, I think when I started doing that, um, I sounded like a jerk. Yeah. So I would say, be careful with how you like, have your like, have like three people that you can send these to before you post them that's good, um, that's before a, you send them live and be like, Hey, can you read this and tell me how it reads? That's and like, a, that's really good. If it's advice. good, they'll tell you, or if it's bad, like they, sh- they need to tell you like it's bad. Cause I've ran some ads that were like real bad and people were like, Whoa, dude, like you shouldn't do that. Oh, oh, really? oh sweet. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> so like, cause I, I write, I write an ad and run it. Yeah. Um, and I like, like I usually spend like, like this year, I'm spending six grand in, in ads before the end of May. Because yeah. um, I want, so like just testing different things and I'm learning what things don't work. And anyway, yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But, but so, yeah, I would say be careful with your, if you try to get too clever, um, it can backfire. Yeah. I, I try not to, I try not to mix the really professional ones, the toot your own horn ones with the clever personal ones. Like I, if, yeah. you know, I think depending on the job, you should probably judge your content on the job. So if, if we're doing something for a really nice industrial company here where we're taking care of their parking lot and we're doing drone shots and we're doing um, professional photos and stuff of it to create a portfolio, I will obviously want that post to be very professional because we're trying to appeal to other property managers and things. Yeah. You know, so the content's going to be very top shelf. You know, we're, we're top shelf. But... Yeah. If we're doing a farm lane and we're saying, you know, you tired of the manure clumping up everywhere and eating everything <laughs> off there and making it look like exactly. shit, literally, you know, we can take care of that and we'll help you with that, especially if it's just cleaning pavement services or we're doing whatever, you know, rid, yeah. you know, let us rid the shit of your life or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, I, th- I think you're right about that. That's very good advice. And especially can you send it to a couple people and you have to make sure they're not your really, really good buddies because they're going to bust your chops anyways, regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. You know, there's there. You know that you know that that moment when you make a video or you make something and you're like, people are going to think I'm an idiot. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that moment, those ones, <laughs> yeah. dude. Dude, I've had I've had a few of those where it's like, dude, should I really? If I send this to them, they're going to think I'm something's wrong with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, I'm still in that stage with the polar pineapple thing. So, yeah. you know, if you think it's stupid, you should tell me and I'll just take it down. No, no, I think it, no, 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 no. I think it's great. I think it's great because, uh, you know, some people, dude, people pay services for stuff they don't feel comfortable. And same thing with me doing the um, accounting. I, I'm not comfortable doing it. I don't like doing it. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to pay somebody to do it. So same thing with your ads and with um doing social media marketing 
I think polar pineapple is a great idea. I also think it's a great marketing idea. I think the name is great. I think the theme is great. I, I like all that. And especially with guys like us, um, you know, there's guys, if, if guys are willing to throw $1,000 at a steel power broom that still doesn't clean as good as a street broom, you know, a steel bristle street broom, they're going to be willing to throw a hundred bucks at, at some marketing and hopefully get some jobs out of it, you know, or a couple hundred bucks. So. I would certainly hope so. Yeah, I would, I would certainly hope so too. So the idea here is that we're going to um, get to talking about the micro ad and then, and then, then let's talk about polar pineapple and what you want to do, because I think we should, I've been waiting for a long time for someone to do this because I had companies ask me to do, what you're trying to undertake with polar pineapple. And like I told you before, I only want to sit on one mountain, dude. I'm lazy. So I'm not willing to go to another one. I'll, I'll yell over and tell you how to climb that mountain. <laughs> I'm a real good supervisor, dude. But, um, you know, it, it's a good undertaking. And with your, you know, with the time you have in the winter, I think you can put together some campaigns that will be easy to run over the summer for some of these guys. And I yeah. think there's great, I think there's great value in it, even with, your service fee on top of the Facebook ad fees. I think that's a great idea. But let's talk about the Mike Rowe ad, dude, because, you know, it's your ad. Mike Rowe just pretty much piggybacked off of you to help get himself some more fame. And yeah. here and here we are now talking about it, giving rights to the actual owner of the ad. So tell us how that whole thing came about, man. Um. Uh, for those of you that haven't read it, I'll, I'll just post a link to it in, in this okay. YouTube video. Yeah, but, uh, send, me the, send me the link and, it, I'll, and I'll post it, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, basically, like, anytime I'm, I, I'm talking to people, like, other business owners are always like, oh, it's so hard to find people that don't do drugs, that show up on time, blah, 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 like, the normal issues. And um, and I also, I, I just hate corporate jargon. Yeah. And and I, I, I can't write it. It sounds stupid. Like nobody likes to read it. It's exhausting to read really. Um, and, it's not and, fun. and since I have this, this writing fetish going on right now, it's just, um, I was sitting down at my computer and I'm one of those people who, if I have something on my mind, I stay up till 4am and, and think about it or do it or whatever. Um, it was like two thirty in the morning. I just like started typing and I was like, how can I, like, like, you know, how can I appeal to a 16 year old that, that, is that doesn't want to go to college, doesn't know what to do this summer, but wants to get a job. Um, and also be extremely honest because I think a lot of people are lied to, um, when they get it, you know, people are like, Oh yeah, we have to work hard, but we have fun too. It's like, not really like we just work hard and, and I yell at you all day. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, so, and I don't know, it just kind of like started flowing and, and, and then I ran in it and it was, it seemed to work. People seemed to like it. I, I woke up the next morning to like 70 or 80 shares. Um, this is pre, pre micro. Yeah. And we, then, we you know, um, my wife edited it overnight. Uh, so that was appreciated. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess my, I, I just wanted to, like I said, get, get the point across. Like, like basically like this job really sucks but I will pay you more money here than you'll make anywhere else. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to get your expectations up on anything that I'm not willing to offer, which basically the only thing I'm willing to offer is a lot of money for an 18 year old or 16 year old. 
um, and a really busy summer. Yeah. Um, well, dude, when you get reading it, like when you're the reader, I guess when you get about halfway down, uh, it's really starts to get good because you're just like, dude, this is exactly the human beings that show up to work, you know, when you're talking about it. And, uh, and then, uh, when you get to the end, you're just like, dude, total classic. We wish we all would have, could say that and would say that on our job app, you know, on our, on our hirings and, uh, our ads for hiring people. But, um, super creative, super good. And then, uh, how many days did it even exist? Before all of a sudden Mike Rowe shared it because how in God's name it got in front of his eyes is one of my most curiosities that I've loved of like, how did he see it to begin with? Because in so, with so much traffic and so much content getting created all the time for something to rise to the surface to where someone of any kind of, uh, you know, prowess takes a look at it. Um, how many days did it exist, Cam, before all of a sudden we were like, you were like, because I remember the post when you're like, holy shit, Mike Rowe shared it, you know, and then all of a sudden it was gone. I remember that post, like, I can almost hear your voice being like, oh my God, guys, you ain't gonna believe this. So how many days did it exist before he grabbed it and, and took off with I, it? I think it was a week because it had died down. Um, like it got quite a bit of shares right off the begin, right at the, off the bat, um, and then, and then, like two days later, as is custom for Facebook posts, like I think it just like kind of died down, and I hadn't thought about it in in like maybe a day or two. Yeah. And I was out plowing, and I I didn't have phone service, and I came back into phone service like an hour later, and, and my phone was just like I had notifications on for everything. I just like it was like you have eighty two message requests on Facebook, and I was like, hey, what? <laughs> and, like, and like things like that. And I was like, I was like, something's wrong. And then like I pull up Facebook and I couldn't even I couldn't I didn't know that he shared it um, for like an hour or two because I couldn't find who the original share was because it, it got like a thousand shares like within like forty five minutes. That's crazy, like, dude. It was just insane. Like I've never so experienced that. Crazy, before, so. dude. I've always wondered yeah. like what a phone does. You know, when yeah. someone hits something and it goes viral, like what does a phone do? Because it has well, to it just... eventually stops saying you have a message from this person, a message from this person. It just says you have like eighty-two pending messages or That's whatever, crazy, or like dude. message requests. Did it keep buzzing, or did it just was just like this is my life? Oh yeah, now. oh yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it just like buzz, 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 buzz. So, like, and I was like, wow, so this is cool. But um, but the reason that he saw it, and I and it's like like my my mom shared it, and she shares all my posts. So thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> and, and she was like, she's she getting like, on the podcast. Said, she like tagged him in it and was like, so oh. I don't remember what she said. She like tagged him in it. And like, I was like, whatever, like, he's not going to see it. Like anyway. And then apparently he did. So Dude, you're going to, yeah. you're going to give mom a new hoodie, bro. Especially. So tell us about polar pineapple, dude, because, um, I think it's, I think it's a need. Otherwise I wouldn't have hit you up and said, dude, you know, you should, you know, I, I liked when I seen you do it because before we even talked about polar pineapple, you and I had been talking about social media and, you know, kind of how you, you're, you're one of the only people that I've ever seen that uses it the way that I think that it should be used. And I think you might use it better than I use it. You know, if, if 
I think if I was hungry again, knowing what I know now, I might use it in the way that you yeah. use it again. But now we use it to sustain and, you know, drum up new stuff here and there, but not yeah. not at the level that you do. And I think starting with Polar Pineapple um, might be a good move. And I would be very excited to see what you do and how you help people with it. And even if it's just on a consulting basis, I think just some of that advice coming from somebody besides me um, you know, will help out, especially somebody with uber success, man, like yourself and, and, and with what you've been doing. So tell us about polar pineapple before we close out. So basically, um, I, I'm in all the asphalt pages. Um, everybody's pages, uh, make me cringe a little bit. No offense. Uh, that's just the way it is. <laughs> uh, the groups or the, I, the I, groups or the business pages, uh, the business pages that oh, okay. I see through the groups, okay, okay, um, okay. like all the steel cutting groups. Okay. And, um, because I try to follow as many as I can, so mm -hmm. uh, just to show some love. And um, I, I've always, for the last like several months, especially in the winter support, I've always tried to like, I've tried to, to teach people how to write properly and how to take a good picture and that sort of thing. Uh, and I was talking to one of my friends about it, and he was like, "You need to charge for that." And I was like, "No, I don't really know that much." And he was like, "You need to charge for that." And he like kept hounding me, and I was like. Finally, like enough people said it, and then the micro thing happened, and then I had like six ads in a row um, that got like really popular, like not not two million views organically, right. but like you know, like twenty or thirty thousand organic, and I was like, sweet. Yeah, um, right. I seen you tag Kesha in the like, next one, and then you tagged Lady Gaga, and then tagged Brad Fit in the next one just to try to get them exactly. to go ahead. Yeah, with you it. know yeah, how it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So let's just keep this trend rolling. That's, that's right. Bro. Um, so long. Yeah, basically, like, like. You know, I've dedicated a lot, you know, thousands of hours to learning how to do it effectively. And quite frankly, I feel like um, I've exhausted what I am comfortable telling someone for free how to do. Mm -hmm. And if they want more information, they can pay me for it. Like, yeah. And that, again, that maybe sounds mean, but, you know, you, anyone could learn what I learned by Googling it um, and taking it from there. And, and uh, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I have five or six articles that I've written about Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Um, lots of like individual posts, like anyone's welcome to go find those. But, um, my, my main goal with it is I don't want to just run your Facebook page for the next 20 years and take a bunch of money from you. Um, right. and I like, I don't, I don't want to do that at all. Like I would prefer for, for, you know, me and you to hop on a phone call for two hours and I lay out exactly what you're doing wrong and how to fix it yeah. so that then over the next 10 years, you don't even have to talk to me again. You just kind of have these notes and like, you can just do it because I'm a lot more concerned with the industry as a whole being better than it is right now. Yeah. Than I am about making money. Like I make plenty of money. still putting image wise. Yeah. 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 Same. Like I want all of us to look better. Yeah. Because same. that's going to make me look better. Same. Yeah. So yeah. I see like it's yeah. what, what I kind of, hinted towards um when i spoke in cleveland was guys you know you can get on and place ads for 10 bucks get used to placing them and then just you know you take what i've said here start using it with your facebook ads and just stay up to date with it even if you're even yeah. if you're minimally just staying up to date with the features and the way things are and what you can and can't do yeah. it, it, you're gonna flatten that learning oh, shh, i don't want to say flatten the curve dude that's what everybody is saying yeah. about learning. but 
the learning curve, the learning curve isn't going to be so steep when all of a sudden you realize, holy crap, we should jump on this. You know, you're going to learn, yeah. you're going to know some stuff. And for, dude, for what you spend at the gas station at lunch on junk food, you could be putting in Facebook ads and educating yourself. So, you know, exactly. I, I think, I think that mixed with guidance from a guy like you, um, would really help out. And if you can follow up with them, you know, in any fashion that they would like, whether it's an example or whatever, um, for a small fee, maybe even, um, you know, I think, I think it's well worth it, dude, to me, this is how we're going to market in the future, which now is the future. And if, yeah. it, it, this might be the newspaper, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, that stuff might be the newspaper of, 30 years from now so so don't fall behind right now if you're going to be taking over your family's business or you're going to be in business for a while or something like that i mean it just doesn't make sense i kind of want to be on the front and learning stuff and i know tiktok people don't don't like and hate and i know snapchat didn't go where we all thought it was going to go and i know you know some of these other ones are done and linkedin doesn't get you residential jobs whatever but some of them are going to come along, different apps, different things are going to come along, and you should at least be at least paying attention if you own a business and there's a marketing opportunity there, don't you think? I mean, it, it's an, everything Everything I do is about creating attention. Um, so, like, where's the eyes at? And go find there. And it doesn't have to be Facebook. No. It, you know, it can be, it can be anything, and, but, like, the type of people I'm trying to talk to aren't on Instagram. No. Really? Or like, like I'm not a big fan of Instagram. I'm terrible at Instagram, honestly. Like, I, I guarantee you I'm the worst Instagrammer on the planet. Unless I'm like trying to sell something, then like, there's like a difference to it. Um, but like, but yeah, like, people are on Facebook right now. People scroll Facebook mm-hmm. and people are used to seeing ads on Facebook because yes. they're not annoyed by it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, so, your, your grandma's on Facebook. You know what I mean? Correct. And like, dude, yeah. and then not only that, my 10 year old daughter's on Facebook. So it's like, yeah. you're getting the full range spectrum. From top to bottom, granted, my daughter shouldn't be on Facebook, and we try to limit it as much as possible, yeah. especially nowadays. But you know, it's it's it, it, that's just the way it's going to be. You're talking about attention. I know where their attention is. It's not on the billboard when they're cruising down the road because they're yeah. looking at their phone when they're driving going down the road. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I don't want I don't want our creative ad to be the reason somebody swerves into the median, but their attention is on their phone all the time, not just when they're driving. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's the and Yeah. That's just the way it is. And, and, and it goes further than that too. Like having a truck that looks half decent and mm. having, you know, if your truck is wrapped, don't make it so blatant, like don't, don't make it so busy that you can't read it. Right. Um, I would, and like, I mean, it, it, yeah, it just like, Brand how you portray how you portray yourself on the internet and in person is it's you're always marketing for yourself. Oh yeah, dude. Oh and yeah, it, and it needs to be aesthetically pleasing. Is and I think that's that's why my ads work better than than other people's is because like it's just like my ads aren't exhausting to read. Right. The picture isn't hard to look at. Right. Like anyway. Yeah, yeah. and it's and it's where everybody's at. So yep. So I mean, I would encourage. I, I think I think you're. I think you're right. I think yours is not exhaustion to read. They're fun to read. They get attention. It goes with your brand. Good. Same thing with with Wiscoat. You see the red state. It says Wiscoat. You see my face. You hear the voice. You know it's going to be short and simple. We're going to talk about what yeah. we're doing, where we're going, and that's the brand. It's going to be 
in front of your face probably five times this week. You know what I mean? So we want brand recognition. Yeah. We want everything to go along with our brand recognition that way too. So I think I think you got it, especially um, being as you're not solely a marketer trying to market to the asphalt industry. You know, yeah. I, I think I think that's where where you're gonna have leaps and bounds over everyone else is the fact that, dude, we tried it with this our seal coating company this way, didn't work. This is the one yeah. that works. Do this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm with you. And, and I am my own test subject too. So like, you know, I tried the Instagram thing for a while and it didn't work. So like now I'm pulling away from Instagram. Like, so like I'm not gonna push you for Instagram ads because they didn't work for me. So I'm not gonna sell them to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and for for where at how rural we are, no, it didn't work. Now, dude, if I was selling like clothing or a brand or an urban brand yeah yeah, sure maybe but absolutely you know, influencer marketing yeah for, perfect for our business it's not going to work so um you know it works for us on the podcast thank god because that's how we all yeah. connect. that's how we all connect you know a lot of times and that's where some of the little videos and my memes go out first is right there dude so yeah. i mean everything has its its niche and, and where it should be but um Dude, I wish you the best, and I really appreciate you being on here. Any advice? Any other things you want to say before we close out the podcast for the day? You can't say uh, hang. You can't say hang out with your striper out because Marcus Strad already said that, and that's just uh, that was okay. classic. So, uh, can I give like a like a one minute pitch on how to write a Facebook ad better dude, than everyone dude, else? Please, please. I think that'll okay. be a good way to close out. Okay. Here we go. You, you won't even need to talk to me after you hear this. So first of all, take a picture with the sun in the background and lots of contrast in your picture, like green grass, blue sky, black asphalt, and uh-huh. wait for your seal coat to be dry, for the love of God. Go back and take a picture later if you have to. Like, wet seal coat looks disgusting. Patchy. Like, everybody yeah. knows that. Yes, rough. Yeah. And so take that picture, and then when you post it, bump your contrast like 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not creative at writing or you have horrible editing skills, use as few of words as possible, and always, like, like every single word that you type out, if you're not clever with copywriting, I would say open up a thesaurus and find a better word than the one you're going to use. Cool. And that's it. Like, and keep it super short and simple um, and stop bolding every single, like don't, don't capitalize every letter and stop selling to people. Stop saying call us today for your free quote, like, cause everyone says it and, and no one's going to. So just stop selling like that. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah, there you go. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. No, you, it, I, I think people look for the ROI right now, and it, yeah. and you can't do that. It's uh, it might be a ten ad ROI. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, you walk in, you go to buy a truck, and someone's like, "This one's the best. Come here today and buy." You're like, "Dude, eh, I don't got time for that." And I yeah. think, and it, your your Facebook ad could be saying the exact same thing. It could be saying, yeah. you know, we're the best. Come get it. Call now. You know, special. And then people are like, eh, scroll, you know. Yeah. But if it says, you know, imagine if this was your driveway and you were looking at it right now. You know, if that's your first line and it's that picture you were talking about with the sun and the contrast, yeah. then all of a sudden they sit see more. They want to see yeah. what the heck it says and it sticks in their brain. So very good. Very good last word. Cameron, hopefully this isn't the last time you're on the podcast. Hopefully you go viral again and it like 
it's Donald Trump, you know, redoing it next time. Or maybe the Queen of England, dude. Maybe the Queen of England. Will <laughs> there we go. Next yeah. Time. I'll yeah. work on it. I'm going to start on that right now. All right, dude, do it. And if it, if it ends up being Vladimir Putin, I'll go with you, dude. I don't care. I'll go to Kremlin. Okay. I don't care. You're, you're closer Sounds than good. I am. I'll get a connecting flight, and then we'll go from there just over the Bering Strait and catch yeah. it there. Well, so. you know how Alaska is. It's only three miles, and half the time the ocean's frozen anyway, so you can just watch. All right. That's good enough. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty buoyant too, dude. So if you got to float me across, you can do that too. So it'll work out. It'll work out always. So hopefully we get to um, meet up and see each other sometime. I know it's very hard for you being in Alaska with snow plowing and everything else to get free. Um, maybe you can somehow, some way, get somebody at some point to plow some driveways for you, so we can finally meet up down in. Um, nashville or wherever npd yeah. happens to be and um i'll buy the whiskey and we'll be able to joke and talk about mike Rowe and uh have some good times man so thank Thanks you very good. thank you very much for being on the podcast again and as always we want you to seal it stripe it pave it and kill it peace peace Guys, when I need stencils, I use Stencil Plus. They make all my stencils. They have the lowest price guaranteed with free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks, and they will make you a free company logo stencil. Free. They're very active on social media. They're always interacting. There's thousands of stencils to choose from that they already have, and they can create anything, any stencil that you need. They listen to us as the customers for what we want, and that's very important to me and my company. The other big thing is listeners of BB get 10% off their entire order when they use the code BB10 at checkout online. So if you put an order in for a thousand bucks and you use BB10, you're going to get a hundred bucks off your order. Crazy. Check them out on all social media platforms. They're very active, like I said, on all social media and will interact with you. Or you can go to stencilplus.com, check them out and put it in order. So I'm sure you guys have seen the 1-800 blacktop number plastered on the side of my pickup truck lately. That number comes from the 800 Pavement Network. That network is made up of over 200 leading pavement contractors throughout the U.S. and Canada who combined generate over a billion dollars in sales. You could join now if you'd like. You can get your own exclusive number, the rights to it, and it can help you grow your business. What you get from the 800 Payment Network is the most powerful, memorable, and effective marketing number tool in the industry. All the calls that go to that number go directly to you. You get the rights to the brand, and you can display your number however you'd like. You become eligible for the national account work through U.S. Payment Services. The 800 Payment Network has awarded over $125 million in national work to its members and is constantly giving out more and more projects to the members. You get exclusive access to all the network events, and you get the opportunity to learn and grow from companies like yours. Check them out on Instagram at 800 Pavement Network and online at 1800pavement.com.